funny. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Double FM Sports. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jared Mizrak. And today we are joined by Robert Donato, a Stanford cross-country and track uh, commit. Robert, thank you for coming on the podcast today. Yeah, my pleasure. So I'm going to start you off when, you know, you started off the sport of running. When was that and what got you into it? Yeah, so as a soccer player, uh, kind of at the club, kind of like level for a while throughout middle school and then first couple of years of high school. Uh, and then I kind of like had run some track events for fun in middle school. And then freshman year, I ran outdoor track for fun. But then uh, sophomore year, started cross country, started to get pretty serious about you know, track and everything sort of took off from there. On an average day, what does training look like for you? Yeah, so typically I'll go like week by week, um, running about 60 miles a week or so, and then I'll run. Easy days will be, you know, eight or nine miles, um, and then workout days will be some intervals on the track. Those days will come out to seven or eight miles, and then long runs will be uh, 12 to 14. Um, so, yeah. You know, we're in this year of a COVID-19 pandemic, definitely a little bit different than past years of training. Has that affected you in any way? Uh, yeah, I think that it affected me in that I didn't have, I think racing for high schoolers especially is really important for just general growth as an athlete, like being able to PR and then having something to build off of and then moving forward. But with, with sort of the... Um, lockdown and everything it was sort of like this big chunk of time where we had a lot of time to train but not a lot of time to make kind of strides and then build off of that so I didn't really know where I was for a lot of that period um, until we really got to start racing. Now I know this past track season I had to wear a mask at least for a good portion of it leading up to when we started meets did you have to train with a mask on at any point? Uh, our cross country season was, we had to train and race in masks, um, but it was kind of lenient. Uh, I think uh, if you were kind of far enough away from people, it was all right. And I don't, I don't train with uh, a group um, just because I don't have anyone that does the workouts with me. Uh, so it's not as much of an issue for me, but uh, I mean, I think it's really hard uh, when we did have that kind of brief period of racing with masks. So why did you ultimately choose to go to Stanford for college? Um, yeah, uh, so I had my final kind of six schools were uh, Stanford, Princeton, UNC, UVA, Georgetown, and Harvard. And I think the kind of common thread was like academics is really important, um, but I want a team that's going to win. Um, and then Stanford was, was both of those things. And I think the team is, I mean, super young. Uh, you know, they have kind of like seven guys with freshman eligibility who can run in the 1330s or 40s right now for 5K um, and who will have freshman eligibility as well next year due to the, you know, COVID uh, NCAA rules. Um, so we're going to have such a good young group of guys that by the time we're, you know, seniors, uh, it's going to be really, really cool. 
now, you know, you said about the success of Stanford, they've had some great guys come through that program, you know, Grant Fisher, Stephen Fahey, um, they've all made their impact on the program. How do you hope to make your impact on the program as they've done before? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, it, it's, it's interesting because uh, it's everybody there is so good that it's hard to be like, you know, the star. Um, so it's, it's, I kind of just want to get into that group and see what happens because I think people don't know a lot of time until they start training with a, with a great group of guys, like what they can really do. Um, and so I'd like to have a career similar to like an Alex Osberg or something uh, there would kind of be the dream career that I would want. Um, and I think with that group, that's definitely something um, I'm thinking about a lot. Now, you know, you mentioned that group. Is there anyone in that group that you're excited the most to run with? I'm pretty close with uh, Cole and Thomas because um, I spent a month or so in Colorado with them last summer. Uh, and then John Lester, I know pretty well. He'll help me with some speed stuff for sure. He's a 148-800 runner. Um, and then, but I think along kind of the distance group, I mean, Charles Hicks, and sort of those guys are probably um, the guys who are more 5k, 10k are probably who I'm going to kind of fit in the, the group best with uh, just based on how I've been racing over longer distances. Uh, so that's, those are primarily the guys I'm most excited about. Uh, what was it like getting the chance to run at the uh, Foot Locker Cross Country Nationals? Uh, yeah, it was, it's really, I mean, the qualifying meet, like sucks just because it's like 30 degrees windy van Cortland park that course is brutal um but if you and i was sick going into it and so i really had to fight through kind of like a lot of uh barriers in that race to make sure i finished in that top 10 but when i did it was like it was just so nice because i mean you get there and it's san diego in december and you're coming from the northeast which is freezing and you get there and it's like 70 degrees and perfect um conditions to run uh i didn't have a great race um just because i hadn't been training much leading up to it because i had a, a sinus infection but i mean it was just the experience of the guys that i met um was amazing uh, especially for the the year following uh that kind of built the foundation for the group that we brought up to colorado and uh yeah now I know a lot of the eyes there are on the race. What was the experience like, you know, just hanging out with everybody, all the runners? What was that like? Yeah, it's interesting because people, you know, talk a lot about the race and like what happened. Uh, I think that's like such a small, like there's so much else that happened that weekend um, from an athlete standpoint uh, in terms of like the whole experience of, um, you know, the getting to run with the, the pros who, who come to the meet and help kind of facilitate it and are kind of mentors there. And then meeting all the guys that you've kind of heard about or um, talked to a little bit around the country. And then, I mean, that's kind of the bulk of the weekend. And then the race is kind of like this fun thing because you get out there on like Wednesday or Thursday. And so you really have a few days to like meet everyone. And then the race is kind of on Saturday and then you leave Sunday morning. Um, so the bulk of the, experiences hanging out with the guys and the pros and going for the kind of
and a couple of runs leading up to the race. Now, you know, you've got a lot of accolades to your name, but you just recently uh, put another one on the list. You have now the PA 3,200-meter state record, 844. Can you take me through that day? What led up to it? What were your thoughts during the race and even maybe after? Yeah, um, I'd never broken nine. Um, I'd run a 5K time trial in the fall where I'd run um, uh, like 14.25 for 5K and I'd come through two mile at like 9.03. So I knew like if everything everything went right, I should be able to break nine was kind of the goal. Um, and I'd had a few good like meets leading up to it where I'd run sort of doubles or triples and was, was feeling like I had some pretty good endurance. Um, but going into that, I was kind of like, uh, I'd heard about uh, things Gary Martin had been doing um, for Wood, and I was like, all right, well, if I beat this beat this guy, uh, it'll probably lead, lead to a good race. Um, so that kind of became the goal. And then we went out kind of slow. Uh, I kind of wanted to let him dictate the leagues. I know he likes to lead, and I knew I could probably beat him just based on endurance in the last mile. And so I let him lead, but we came through a little slow at 427 or so. And I just kind of ramped it up from there and closed in whatever that gets, 417 uh, to just kind of put it away um, because the, the real goal was just to just to beat him um, at that point. And it ended up being uh, really fast and it was a perfect, perfect night to do it. Um, so, yeah. What are some other PRs that I guess you have? Um, I ran 155 in the 800 and a dual meet on Saturday. Um, and then I run 415 four, in the mile. Um, but I should probably go pretty soon considering I closed almost in that on the race. Um, so uh, those are my, and then I, for 5K, 1425. Um, but I'll uh, probably PR on the mile and the beginning of June, I'll have a, a mile race with a couple of those guys again, who are in that Henderson meet. Um, and so I'm hoping to run somewhere under four or five there. Um, you know, who are some of your role models who are the people that you look up to in the running world? Uh, I'd say probably, probably, uh, Alex Osberg would be a big one uh, just because he's a Northeast guy who is, you know, you don't, you don't always see Northeast guys run, especially fast. It might be really competitive. And, um, but typically the fast times come from, you know, California at Arcadia and those types of meets. Um, but he was someone who was running fast in high school and then just got even better when he went out to Stanford and kind of like seemed to have thrived under that environment. And so that's someone I'm, definitely interested in and our progression is pretty similar um in terms of when we ran certain times like he ran 843 or 844 senior year and 3200 or something and uh we had a pretty similar progression to get there and so i'd, I'd definitely say uh he's probably my my biggest one what are some of your favorite and least favorite types of runs or workouts <laughs> Uh, probably my least favorite would be, uh, 600 repeats at a uh, mile pace. Um, just because it's like, 
you know, you run a 400, but then you got to do another 200 after that. And you're thinking in terms of 400 time, but it's really not. Um, those are probably my least favorite. Um, I would say my favorite stuff to do would probably be like 800s at more like two mile pace or like 300s at mile pace. Kind of a big question here, you know, but a lot of people look from the outside in, they just see track or cross country as running around a course and they wonder, you know, why would you do that? But yeah. when you really get on the inside of the sport, it's a different feeling. So what does being able to run cross country and track, what does that mean to you? Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a cool sport for me because I think that you really got to do pretty much everything by yourself. Um, you can have a great team, but they can't carry you to do it, right? You have to, you know, you have to make everything happen for yourself, which is uh, a very different experience from when I was playing soccer because soccer, you could have an off day and your team could still win um, just because, you know, not everyone plays well every day and it's just not as much responsibility on each player. Whereas when you're running, it's like you got to do everything from the start to the finish line. Um, and if you don't perform, then you'll see that in where you finish and what your time is, you know, to the second. Uh, and so that was the, the biggest thing that both kind of, it's a little, I wouldn't say scary, but it's just, it's just different. And, but it, it appeals to me a lot um, because I like the kind of objectivity of it where you don't like, it's not that political. Like you either win or you don't, or you run the time or you don't. And uh, I like that a lot. Now, while training, do you do any like cross training? So do you do any like weights, biking or swimming? During the summer, I do a lot of weights, probably three or four times. Uh, no, probably more, you know, five times a week uh, weight room um, with my cousin, who's a, he's a college soccer player. And so he lifts a lot and I spend my summers with him and we do that. Um, but then I think in season, I very rarely lift just because uh, workouts are really, really tough at that point. And by the time I'm done with the workout, I'm like pretty much done with my day of exercise. And so, yeah, but I think it's really important like before seasons to do it because then kind of when you get into that later part of the year, you kind of have some built up strength that you can still pull from. Um, but yeah. And then I also like to play, like I'll play, you know, soccer, pick up soccer with friends or whatever, you know, during the season or whatever. And I think that helps too. Um, things that are just fun to kind of get the legs moving outside of running. Now we're going to step away from the athletic side here. And we're going to go to the academic side. Obviously you said academics are really important to you. Yep. What are you going to be majoring in at Stanford? So it's two majors that I'm deciding between the first is uh, mathematical and computational science, which is their kind of data science uh, slash computer science major. Um, and then the other one just be to do strictly computer science along their uh, artificial intelligence track. Um, I've taken a couple uh, uh, college uh, computer science and statistics courses over the last few years of high school. Um, and I really like that stuff. And so that's, and it's, it's a great school for computer science. So that's probably what I'll focus on and then regardless of what major I'll do I'm gonna uh, minor in economics what outside of sport hobbies do you have or like just what do you like to do for fun 
Um, I'm a big uh, car fan. So I have a um, 2005 Mustang that we, uh, GT Mustang that uh, my dad and I have worked on for the last few years and modified it and when it's broken and fixed it and stuff. So uh, that sort of thing is uh, fun to me. And um, we've had a couple of those projects. We had an old Camaro and um, a newer Alfa Romeo and stuff like that. So those, those are sort of the, that's kind of my main hobby outside of running. Now, dream car, what, what can we expect you to be pulling up in? <laughs> um so i'm taking the mustang to california um that'll be my car for as long as it's running um and then you know probably my dream car would be kind of my dream lineup would be to have like a jeep wrangler um like a nice one uh kind of as my like daily car and then probably like a one of the like sports series mclarens would probably be my dream kind of uh so like a 570 or like a 600 LT or something like that. Right. Last question here for you. Um, is there any pieces of advice that you would give to people that are either, you know, starting running at the high school level, starting running at just any level? What would you tell them? Yeah, I'd say that um, if, if you're starting young to not overdo it from the beginning, because uh, it does take a mental kind of toll on the athlete. And so I'd say if you're starting in middle school to kind of just enjoy it until you kind of get into, you know, freshman, sophomore year of high school when it starts to ramp up in terms of recruiting. But then I would say, like, there's two things would be the first would be to, like, it's just hard work in terms of, it's like one of those sports where it's like directly proportionate between how hard you run. Obviously genetics play a role, but uh, I think, hard work you just can't replace it in running and then the other thing would be to stay stay healthy because injuries like that's something you just really can't get past um in running and so if you kind of feel an injury coming on to really take a step back and um because running on injuries can cause a lot of problems in the long term all right uh well, like I said, Roger, that's everything we've got for you. So once again, I appreciate you taking some time out of your day. Uh, I know you said you have something to go to soon. So we're going to let you go here. But once again, thank you. Awesome. Great. This has been great. All right. Yeah. Ethan, you want to head up with an outro? Sure. So we're on FM Sports. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jeremy Israel. And we're signing off.